Okay, so today I'm joined by Mario Norfell. I'm so excited about this session. We are going to be talking about the power of growth hacking. So if you are looking to scale your business, if you're looking to grow your business and you're intrigued by what growth hacking is, even Mario says it's got a reputation for being a bit shady. So I'm really looking forward to hear what Mario believes it is and why we shouldn't be doing Facebook ads, why we should be looking at different ways of growing our businesses and doing it completely for free. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Mario because I know Mario is just going to give us loads of value in this session. So I'm going to tell you who he is, what he's achieved. And this bio is pretty long, but it's worth sharing with you. He is the founder of the Athena Group of Companies, a business conglomerate that operates in more than 40 countries. Mario started his first business with $300 in the bank, selling blenders door to door through unconventional marketing techniques, efficient logistical systems, and a team of global contractors. He propelled through the to 1 million in year one and over 10 million in year two, all bootstrapped. I love it when I hear businesses do that. And bootstrapping is uh, my favorite way to scale. Since then, Mario launched multiple ventures into millions, all bootstrapped, including events business, a fintech consulting firm, a marketing agency, and multiple e-com businesses, all while surviving a massive scam, various black swan events, and all the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. He continues to launch new companies, is a partner in a law firm, and a founder of a VC fund. In 2021, Mario decided to begin documenting his journey and helping other entrepreneurs at no cost, all while traveling the world pursuing his hobby, dancing, bachata. The journey and the hustle continues with the biggest daily room on Clubhouse and a rapidly growing community of entrepreneurs and business owners. Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success so you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Mario, welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. How are you? What's up? Good, man. Good. You? I'm very good. I had to go through that whole bio because I had to share it. And I know that on this, you're going to give huge amounts of value. But I think let's get straight into it. What is growth hacking? All right. I want to kick it off by saying that it's a shame that everyone knows what content marketing is, what influencer marketing is, Facebook, Google, affiliate marketing, which are all great. We do all of these. I built my first business of 10 million using Google ads and eBay. But not many people talk about growth hacking. And usually people have a pretty negative perception of growth hacking. I look at growth hacking as a mindset. And I'm not trying to be you know, vague. But if you look at my life and everything about my life, I've growth hacked every bit of it. And that's thinking outside the box. And like, look at Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss has a great way of learning things. He has a great book about it called The 4-Hour Chef. That's a growth hack. It's growth hacking his way to learning. There's growth hacks in being able to learn things faster, to read things faster, to make better money, to meet girls. There's a lot of books and courses on that. I don't sell any courses or, or I have any books or any info product. But there's some good things about how to, to meet girls properly, how to be a good dancer. And that's really doing things in a different way, like breaking down something and trying to game the system. For example, 
I'll give you a non-business example to start off. When I started the bachata dancing, now if you Google best bachata dancers, I come up as number three in the world based on Google. I don't even deserve to be in the top 10, to be honest. But that's thanks to my really funny growth hacking team that did it as a present for me. So that's in Google's result. That's a zero page rank. And it's the same for other things that you can Google, for me, for my companies, and for our clients. Now, how did I growth hack becoming a, a bachata artist or celebrity where I travel the world dancing and people line up to dance with me? That's thinking outside the box. What I did was I got a camera person when I started. Now I'm a pretty good dancer. I had to practice. But initially, I got a camera person to follow me 24-7. Who has a camera person following them? Not 24-7, but when I'm at a festival for like five hours from what, 2 a.m. to 5, 6 a.m. And I've got someone filming me. Everyone's like, who's that person? There's a flash on me all the time. And then when I dance with that person, I start talking about that person. So immediately the perception is that I'm an artist. People started thinking I'm an artist before I became one. Now you move that to business. What is growth hacking in business? What are things you could do right now? Well, you can have someone manually send messages on LinkedIn reaching out to people, or you can just automate the process. It's doing exactly the same thing. One is more efficient than the other, but there's no other difference. That's the ethical way of growth hacking. Another one is on Clubhouse. I'll give you a very basic one. So I run the biggest room on Clubhouse, the biggest space on Twitter Spaces, and I'm about to apply the same growth hack for YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and LinkedIn Live. In a month's time, you'll see me run the biggest Instagram Lives, Facebook Lives, LinkedIn, and YouTube Lives by using a similar growth hack to what we did on Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces. And that's by getting, and with a little, little seasoning on top, but that's essentially getting big names on Clubhouse to come into your room and speak. Big names that have a big following. So people that have a big following will, they'll notify all their followers. Now it goes a step further on Clubhouse. What the algorithm does, and that's what understanding the system means. When a, a speaker is brought up as a moderator, it pings their audience that, hey, this person is now speaking. When they become a moderator, which is like a little badge you can do on Clubhouse, you select on a name and you select make moderator. Okay. So what the hack we came up with was we would bring speakers down to the audience every like 15, 20 minutes, bring them back up and mod them again. And we do that every 15, 30 minutes. So every 15, 30 minutes, we're pinging thousands and thousands of people about our room by doing something very simple. It's like you. Imagine now you kick me off this stream out and bring me back up. It takes you two seconds to do, and you can give whatever reason for it, like technical glitch, or we're just cleaning up the stage. And then imagine all your audience gets pinged again about this live room or gets emailed again. That's a growth hack. These are the things we do. I got obsessed over it about two years ago. One of my business partners now, he was an employee back then. His name is Kirill, Kirill Cristalis. He found out about growth hacking, started doing it, showed me the things he could do. He did that little bachata thing for me. And I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot more to it. And I can dig into it a bit later, if you like, the things they do. And I was just fascinated. So I was in Turkey at the time. I've been traveling for six, seven years and counting. I was in Turkey in Istanbul during COVID last year. I go to Fethiye in Turkey, which is a touristic place. I rent a big villa. I'm, I'm in a big one now in a different location. So I always rent big villas and just invite my team. So I rent a big villa in Turkey in Fethiye on the beach with a spa, etc. Everything, a beautiful place. And I just invite all the best growth hackers in the world. We have videos about it, which we'll be publishing. And what we did that year changed my life. It blew up my personal brand. It blew up my business, North Equities, or I'm not, it's not my business. I'm just a partner at that business. It blew it up through various, and we do investor relations for publicly listed companies. So we just added growth hacking into what we do. And that improved it. It improved my e-commerce businesses. It didn't blow them up because growth hacking is a bit tougher for e-com. My growth hacking agency is growing really quickly. 
and it blew up, blew up my consulting firms in crypto. So we're very deep in crypto into BitCloud, NFTs, and I've been in crypto for a couple of years. And I've literally added growth hacking to everything I do in business. And it's become my signature USP as an entrepreneur, as a business person, and for all my companies. And I cannot be more grateful. Like I can give you so many examples of things we're doing. It's criminal. What, what, have, people have, what, what have you uh, seen as the biggest benefit to your business? You mentioned personal brand, which is, I guess, an obvious one with how you're doing it. But what, what have you noticed in, when it comes to growing your business? Personal branding is getting people's attention. So all you do is apply the same strategies to a business. You know how I did the top bachata dances and I come up as number two or three. I can put it as number one. I can choose whatever I want. So Google can say I'm number one. And I can tell you how we did it if you're interested later on. But you could do the same thing for a business. Imagine we say top business podcasts and yours comes up as in the top three. And it's good to put it not top one because it looks inauthentic. So it's good to put number one, like the, the whatever. My first million is a great business podcast. Another one will be Mixergy and then yours. It'd be more authentic to put yours in the top three and put like really, really big ones. I'm just making up names like the Joe Rogan show type shows mm-hmm. above you. So that's one example of, of how growth hacking. We send out thousands of messages. I'll give you in 30 seconds. I'll give you an idea of the craziness. Every day we send out thousands of messages on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. We do auto commenting on various platforms. We do about hundreds a day. We do a Slack as well. We do mass emails every day. We are about to do it on WhatsApp, all automated at minimal cost. Now, I do want to point out one thing. The copy has to be perfect. If it is spam, you're wasting your time. So growth hacking doesn't mean spam. Growth hacking doesn't mean hacking. Growth hacking doesn't mean being shady, even though it sounds sexy to say, hey, we're shady marketers. It doesn't need to be shady. Uh, Growth hacking just means gaming systems. It's a cat and mouse game. You're playing cat and mouse with the big platforms that you're competing with. And growth hacking can be incorporated into traditional marketing, into a Facebook ad, into a Google ad. The list goes on. And I think now it kind of answers your question on how that applies for business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's say, because you mentioned you've got an agency and let's say a director of a business, I don't know, like a small to medium-sized business, 30 people. Let's take, um, because we'll probably share this on LinkedIn, there are a lot of recruitment firms on, on LinkedIn, a recruitment company says, you know what, we want to find a way to demonstrate that we're the number one recruitment firm or third best or whatever in, what sort of tactics would you deploy then to help a small to medium-sized business really grow and amplify their brand, whether it's the business owner's brand or the business brand? What would be your starting point? Okay, so we are applying growth hacking to a recruitment business? Yeah, let's choose that, that industry to start off with. Okay, so I'm horrible at this industry. I don't know much about it, but I know enough to be able to give you a few growth Or a sales business, you know, a sales organization, you know? Okay, and they'd be similar because they're reaching out B2B. So let's go with the recruitment. Let's just play with that one. Number one is use something we call the Quora hack or the medium hack, which we've used a few times, to allow you to rank on page one. And that's a way to leverage the authority score of these two websites. And you use a tool called Microworkers, among other tools, to be able to rank highly on those two platforms. That's number one. And that allows you to rank really high. And it's growth hacking SEO. And I've just given you one example. I don't want to give too many others because I don't want to call out other things we do because they're meant to look authentic. So that's number one, is just you growth hack to show yourself in the top three or top five instead of spending months or years doing SEO. Again, we do SEO. So there's value in both. Number one. Number two is obviously using all the platforms I mentioned to send mass messages 
targeted mass messages to the right audience. So you have to find groups and scrape them. Let's say you're a recruitment agency and you go to a group that connects, let's say there's a Facebook group that connects businesses looking to hire with talent. That's all that group does. You go in there, you use a tool called Phantom Buster. There's better tools. There's another one called Scrapebox. Scrapebox. You scrape all the, the Facebook profiles of that account. And then you use another data enrichment tool to get the emails of these profiles. And then now you can mass email them and then mass message them on Facebook. doesn't cost you much. Again, the copy has to be right. So it could be something like, hey, I saw you in that same group. Are you looking to hire? And then you'd be like, yeah, I was in the group as well. And an agency reached out to me and they helped me out and they got me hired. And you could reach out to them if you like. That's their website. I hope that helps. I just made things up. That's not the best. Copy. Yeah, but it, I like, but it gives you an I understand what you're, It's what conversational. You're yeah. yeah. Like and that's what I think that's what's coming out strongly with this is it's, you know, you, you mentioned shady, but, you know, it's not spam. It's getting the copyright and it is conversational. You're literally you're creating engagement in some way. But there is some kind of tactic to start that level of engagement, to get that level of credibility by positioning yourself at the top. And I guess some people might see that as a shady tactic, would they? They do. Yeah, look, you can see it as a shady tactic because, you, you know, you aren't taking a shortcut. But, you know. Airbnb was built using a shortcut, Hotmail, Dropbox, some of the most well-known shortcuts. So you can play by the rules. You can still make a lot of money playing by the rules. But if you, I wouldn't say break the rules, but if you start finding out what the rules are and try to play around them without breaking them, it gives you that edge. You know, you can drive, let's say the speed limit is 80 kilometers. You can drive at 60 to be safe, or you can push it at like 85. Like in Australia, I used to always drive at always 10% more speed limit because I know that mm -hmm. I still don't get a fine if it's 10% more. So I'm like pushing the limit, but I'm not breaking the law. Not the best example, but you get what I'm trying to say. Now, the yeah. foundations are business. If it like tax, you know, like, you know, if you get a good tax advisor, right? You know, maybe people might say it's unethical because you're not paying tax here or there, but it's within the framework of law. I'll tell you this. The world is brutal. I don't want to get too deep, but the world is brutal. And you go deep if you want. Like so. I've been... <laughs> Like I, I came from a pretty tough place. I've been through hell and back. I've been in countries seeing people like get paid literally $10, $15 a month. And I understand that it, business is real. I've seen people very successful lose a lot of money. I'm terrified to end up there. I've been scammed. I've been screwed by one supply. I've gone through tough times of being screwed. So now I've got all these chips on my shoulders, all these scars on my body that I just, I'd rather do whatever it takes to make sure that I never have to go through financial difficulty again not for me not for the people close to me and for me if it takes not breaking the rules not breaking ethics but if it takes playing in a game and being smarter than others then be it like i'm in the crypto space crypto people do this a lot and it's very common now you can go the completely unethical path of pumping and dumping for example that's too far for me but then if you go through another path of being able to use a few tools to find interesting investments or to find a good way to promote a project that's an edge. That's business. That's a USB. That's a moat. Every business, as Warren Buffett says, you need to build moats around your business. That's a moat. Now, that does not mean the foundations of business don't apply. Copywriting is, I'd say it's one of the most important skills. Google, Facebook ads, we still make most of our money from Google, Facebook ads to this day. It's probably going to change by the end of the year. But to this day, Google, Facebook make most of our money. It doesn't mean we don't try to apply. Like Even Google. When I first started, you know how it says when you did my intro? I made money using out-of-the-box, I think, um, creative marketing ideas or out-of-the-box or uh, innovative business. I don't know what, what the term was in my intro. But what I did was, the way I built my first business to $10 million was one simple strategy. I would go on eBay 
and I would put don't buy competitor name. I had one big competitor. The name was Vitamix. They're a big blender brand in the US. We're the number three competitor in the world now. Blendtec is number two in the US. In other countries, we're number two. So we're pretty big now. But they've been around for 100 years. Beating them is hard. So what I did is I put on eBay, don't buy Vitamix. Buy Optimum instead. Whenever people searched Vitamix, my ad saying don't buy Vitamix came up. Then I replicated that strategy on Google. Now it doesn't work anymore. That was many years ago. It doesn't work thanks to me. I was one of the first, if not the first, to do it. Now, is that unethical? I don't think so. Because when you click on my ad, I say nothing bad about Vitamix. I just grabbed your attention and I say, hey, and if customers call me, I'll say the same thing. Hey, Vitamix is a good product. Worth 50, 60% cheaper. And we do pretty much the same things. Give it a try. We give you a full money back guarantee if you don't like it. Is that unethical? No, I just grabbed attention. For someone starting out or for a small fish, to beat people like Vitamix that have those big budgets, playing by the rules, they'll crush you. They'll outspend you. They'll burn you. They got smart marketers. They got a whole funnel where they lose money. There's companies now that, and we do this as well, we lose money on, on the first sale in some of our businesses to make money on, on lifetime value of the customer, which I think is a big thing in marketing now, focusing on mm-hmm. AOV, average order value, and LTV, Certainly. lifetime value. Yeah. And big businesses can't afford to lose money on that first sale, Andrew. Small businesses can't. Playing by their games, we need big budgets. So that's why we need to start thinking outside the box. And growth hacking is, is a great skill to have, whether you work with us or not. Just learn it for anyone starting out. You'll never yeah. regret it. Yeah. Yeah, but what's coming out strongly for me is the small business owner who is you know, up against some of the bigger corporates or just bigger, small to medium-sized businesses within their industry. You know, to think creatively, to work with someone like yourself or a coach or someone who can just really open their minds up to different tactics rather than taking a, a binary approach or just doing what we've always done. What you're doing is you're, you're just disrupting, not the market, but you're disrupting the thought pattern of the, of the marketeer or the business owner to say, hey, we need to think differently about this. What you're thinking right now is too obvious. How do we think differently? And in your experience, is that something that anybody could do if they've got the time and the space to do it? Or does it take a, a certain type of wiring, you know, brain wiring for someone to think that way? What are your thoughts on that? We're debating this. I think I'm not the right person to say I'm not even a growth hacker myself. I know what they do, but I don't know the technicalities. I'm not a coder. I'm sure there's some characteristics you need to have, like patiently sitting down behind a computer, which I don't have. So if you have ADHD, it could be a bit difficult. Maybe not ADHD. I don't know the, all the different conditions, but if you can't sit there behind a computer, then it's not going to help. But that's a long way of saying, I think most people could do it really, unless you have some condition that you can't. And to know if you can, I want you to Google my friend's bootcamp. Okay. I don't, I'm not an affiliate or a partner, but he has a bootcamp. Go growth hacking bootcamp on Google. Don't buy the bootcamp. There should be a link to a WhatsApp group. He's got six of them. Five of them are full. There's a sixth one now. And if you join that, those WhatsApp groups, we hired almost all of our growth hackers from these WhatsApp groups. A lot of talent there, a lot. It's a great way for you to learn and dip your toes in the water. Meet them. Kirill Cristalis is the one that runs it. Really nice guy, smart growth hacker. And he just loves teaching it rather than doing it. Now, he even told me he doesn't like doing it because it's not easy. It's a constant cat and mouse struggle. On Google Ads, you press an ad, you leave it, that's it. You crack the magic formula where the cost of the ads is less than the profit. You crack that formula, you're printing money. Growth hacking, you find a growth hack. Like now on LinkedIn, we send mass messages on LinkedIn. LinkedIn always tries to stop these things. It's a cat and mouse game. And you have to always be a step ahead. And you have to have a team that's always looking at doing the next thing. And you have to be ready for setbacks. 
So for anyone that doesn't have that patience and that persistence, growth hacking might be a bit difficult for you. If you're looking for a nice, simple, easy life like Kirill is, maybe you know Kirill decided to teach growth hacking and he's the best person doing that, but you might not want to be a growth hacker. But I personally think if you want a weapon in life, you don't need a coach for that. Just join uh, that group or join some of the Reddit communities about growth hacking. You, you said you're not a growth hacker, but there's something, I guess what I'm alluding to as well, is the technical side of kind of learning it and how to do it. But there's also the creative thinking. You've got the creative thinking. You're saying to the team, hey, we need to do this. Go hack this. But there's something in your mind, which is conjuring up these ideas and this way of thinking. And I guess, is that something that can be taught? Is that something that comes just naturally to you, do you think? Okay, I'll rephrase. I'm the best freaking growth hacker. Uh, I think we'll be watching this and laughing because I joke all the time. I call them, I'm, I say to them, I'm the growth hacking OG. So I'm not a coder. I'm not a technical person, but I'm the one that comes up with, with the strategies without knowing the technicalities. Like I know they can do this on Google. I know they can do mass messages. And I'm like, all right, how can we use this creatively to apply it to X, Y, Z? For example, on Clubhouse, oh no, I won't use Clubhouse as an example. I'll change it to BitCloud, which is a platform where I highly recommend you look at it, by the way. It's crazy and it's really, really early. BitCloud. So we're doubling down on BitCloud. So how can we use, let's say, our growth hacks to get more credibility or more influence on the platform BitCloud? And we're doing that. So we're using a mass messaging to reach out to celebrities to introduce them to the platform. We're going to be creating content on it. And I have something called the content machine where they post content and they growth hack it so it ranks highly. So I'll be creating content about BitCloud and the team will growth hack it to become a an authority on there. So you see where I'm going with this. I know what they can do. And I'm like, all right, where can we apply it? A- another thing, so that's for someone that has a team to lead. Now, if you're someone that's starting out, an entrepreneur or someone that can't afford the team or a team of growth hackers, you then got to learn the technical part or partner with someone. Again, go to Kirill's groups and you might find a business partner there. Partner with someone that's a growth hacker. And then you'll be able to find, you'll be like the business person because a growth hacker's mind is all over the place. They like to find hacks and move on to the next thing. What I do is I grab them. I have a bunch of project managers. Every time we find a hack that works, the project manager's responsibility is to make sure we double down on it. Because the growth hackers have shiny object syndrome. That object is a new growth hack. They just love hacking things. Right. Yeah. And for people right now listening to this, who perhaps want to take advantage of the next 10 years, we're coming out of COVID, right? And we should see some really strong growth over the next 10 years. And people are thinking about their marketing plan. They're thinking about how to really stand out in the crowd. What are some of the things that people should be thinking about right now to take advantage of the growth over the next three to five years? Okay, I'm a big believer in timing. There's a great video by Bill Gross. I've talked about it so many times. He should probably give me a call. I've promoted it in dozens and dozens of podcasts and rooms on Clubhouse and Twitter. And Bill Gross talks about timing really well. If you go on Google, write Bill Gross TED, T-E-D, has got a TED speech about it. It's a seven-minute video. If you don't watch it, man, I wish I could slap you on the face. I'm going to check it out. (laughs) It's so incredible. It's so incredible. For anyone listening, just check it out. Like Before you check out my stuff, or Google me, Google that. And his study shows that timing is more important than the money you raise, more important than the team that you have, more important than the ID or the business plan. Number one factor in determining success is timing. It's timing your business. So if you start a a restaurant business now, or if you start a crypto consulting firm, or if you open an account on BitCloud and start understanding that platform, or start running rooms on Clubhouse, and then opening an account on Rally.io or BitCloud and leveraging your personal brand and using crypto to monetize it, you could see which one is more 
you're more of an early adopter in crypto, BitCloud, okay? Or outside of crypto, growth hacking. Everyone talks about affiliate marketing, which is very competitive. It's a red ocean. Become a growth hacker. We're hiring like crazy, and I'm sure many people, as they know about growth hacking, they'll hire growth hackers or start a growth hacking agency, compete with us mm -hmm. and offer it as a service. You know, we're closing clients extremely easily because there's no competition. There's a reason there's no competition because not many people know how to growth hack. It's not an easy skill to have. And it's not well known. So what I'm telling people now is over the next 10 years, look out for trends, whether it's CBD in Australia or cannabis in, in Europe or psychedelics or crypto or personal branding or platforms like Twitter Spaces and Clubhouse. LinkedIn is doing the same thing. Facebook is doing the same thing. So social audio. Um, focus on those. So choose one and double down on it because it just makes everything else easier. You, don't, you can still make money as a restaurateur, of course. Mm -hmm. But it's easier. Now, I've seen some of the stupidest people make millions in Bitcoin and crypto. They don't deserve, they're not business people. But they did it because they were there at the right time in the right place. I wasn't that smart when I made my first 10 million. I was just selling a product that was trending at the time, which was blenders and juices. Now, I leveraged that to build a long-term business. That's not easy to do. I wasn't an idiot, but I wasn't that smart as I am now. And I still made 10 million. I didn't deserve it. I deserve much more now, but I didn't deserve it back then. I didn't have the knowledge that you need to manage 10 million, probably why I lost a lot of it. But I had timing figured out. Even though I didn't know what timing meant, I knew what Jim Collins talks about. You throw a lot of pebbles in his book, Good to Great. And yep. then when a pebble hits, you get the freaking cannonball and shoot it out. You go all in. Yeah. Absolutely. So timing, you know, it's interesting. I have a sports background and we always say, you know, the key to, you know, the best players, it just comes down to timing. You know, they just know when to make the move. and. I guess business is no different. How does, and this is a tough question, I think, and I don't know if you have the answer to it, but I guess in some ways I liken it to surfing, you know, as a business, you know, the wave's going to come and you just got to know which wave and you've got to start paddling and you've got to catch that wave. Is it a mindset thing? Is it something that people need to think about from a, a risk perspective? You know, how many people will, will kind of look at the waves coming and go, you know what, you probably catch that one or you know, maybe I should get into crypto or maybe I should double down on CBD or whatever it is. But is it a mindset thing that stops them? Is it a financial thing? Is it, you know, you just got to go for it? Is there a window of opportunity, which is like, is it too late for some of these things? You know, you just got to say, you know what, crypto, I'm too late. So move on, find the well, next one. Well, crypto is a massive industry. There's always something new. Crypto is not Bitcoin. You know, back then, back in 2017, when I launched my crypto consulting firm, we made millions in less than six months from nothing selling ICOs. We were launching ICOs. That was the hype of 2017. Now, dead, literally dead. If that's all we did, then we wouldn't be making money. But now there's a lot of hype around NFTs, non-fungible tokens, literal hype, a lot of frothiness. There's a bubble forming. That's a new opportunity. Next, I know it will be tokenizing personal brands. The platforms like BitCloud and Rally.io. I know, I don't know, but I'm, I believe that these are the next opportunities and looking at the money behind them, Sequoia Capital, Andreessen Horowitz, Chamath. Um, so do you mean by like people getting their own coin, their personal yeah, coin? Yeah, so what, right now, yeah. if you go, if you go my name and write BitCloud, you go to my profile. If you check my profile right now, I don't know, people watching live, you'll see that people have invested, I've started my coin four days ago. People have invested $40,000 in me because they think I'll go up in value. So I could now, buy Mario I'm, coins, not, essentially, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, those Mario coins can later give you accesses. And we'll do, like, I'll get, tell you what, I think this is worth talking about. 
it's that important. Right now, if I want to talk to you, Andrew, you might have an, your time is very valuable. So to be able to talk to you, some people, what they do is you have to pay per minute to talk to them. There's a website called clarity.fm where you can actually pay per minute and talk to people that are, that value their time. And sometimes they're really successful people that usually wouldn't take calls. Now, what you could do is you could use it on BitCloud. You could say, buy four Mario coins. Each one of these is worth 900 bucks now, if you're watching live. Buy four Mario coins or one Mario coin. I'll give you an hour a week or an hour of my time. Now, what you did is you own one Mario coin, which means you own part of my upside if you believe I'll grow and I'm growing pretty damn quickly. And then you'll also benefit from my hour. So you get two and one. Instead of, just, instead of paying clarity.fm for that, you paid me for that. You own part of me. You actually own it. If you value what I'm talking about, you, you can buy my coins because I'm gonna, you believe I'm going to do something great in the future. I can give you access to my events. I have a, an event that I do live on various platforms called The Roundtable, where I interview celebrities like Grant Cardone and uh, Naveen Jain, Jesse Itzler, Ty Lopez. So what I do is I can give you access to ask questions on those platforms. You buy, let's say, half of my coin or a quarter of my coin. So now it's like direct access where you can buy into me and my success and also buy access to, my, to the things that I do. Now, the reason people put in $40,000 in me so far is they know I'm a growth hacker. And then I know when I double down on a platform, I go all in, I blow it up. And we're growth hacking BitCloud. So if you're watching a recorded yeah. version of this, you'll probably see the price a lot higher. And that's the, the gamification of the platform. And the concept is really good. And that's an interesting concept in the crypto space that I think people should look into. That makes you an early adopter. Now, are there risks? Yes. Are there risks in crypto? Yes. And that's where it goes back to your question. Is it a mindset thing? It is and it isn't. Two days ago, I realized that a lot of it is mindset. Kirill, my friend, business partner, and the growth hacker, he's a very conservative person. Like I was offered a CEO of a, a position of CEO of a publicly listed company, um, and I could be accepting in the next couple of weeks. In, his, in my mind, on great opportunities, anyone in their right mind, like being a CEO of a publicly listed company and the options you get, etc., is a good thing to do. He looked at it, he's like, Mario, something smells fishy about this. Or BitCloud, the platform. He immediately looked at the negatives. Clubhouse is like, yeah, I don't think it's worth my time. Why? Because he has that mentality that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, which I say all the time. But realizing what sounds too good to be true and what is just something that's just a good opportunity, it's, it's, it could be a thin line. If I came and said, Andrew, I'm going to give you $1,000, what's your bank account? Probably sounds too good to, and I'm going to give you $1,000 a week. Probably sounds too good to be true. But if I said to you, Andrew, I'm going to give you $1,000, go invest it in my coin because I want you to be invested in me and help me grow because now you have an incentive to help me grow. That's just a good offer. And being open to such opportunities is important. And one thing I realized in the last few days, especially, is that access and money gives you such an incredible edge. Now, money is really hard to do, but access is easier. Knowing the people I know, it's just criminally sad. I invested in a company called Filecoin in 2017. I put in $2 something as an accredited investor. Right now, it's valued at 195 when I checked a few hours ago per coin. So whatever investment I have, if I put in, let's say, 50K, it'll be worth like 4 mil right now. Okay, It did really well. Now, that's because I was an accredited investor and I had access to know about the project. People had more access than me. They bought it at less than a dollar a coin, big VCs and stuff. That's what access gives you. Now, what value does that bring to the audience? Well, connect with the people in the space. How did I launch my crypto consulting firm, Andrew? Or how did I launch my growth hacking agency? Connected with them like crazy. I'm in all the growth hacking groups. I'm friends with some of the best growth hackers, Kirill Cristales, Jared Codling, my business partner, Bob's. Some of the best growth hackers around. Shout out to MK and Hamza. They're incredible people. And I built those relationships. That puts me in the strongest position 
as a thought leader in growth hacking. Crypto, I'm considered a thought leader in crypto, but I didn't know anything about crypto when I started my first consulting firm and I did millions. But what I did, I was living in Slovenia for a few months and it's a popular a common, I've talk, talked about the story. I would wake up every day and my assistant would schedule calls for me from morning till night, talking to thought leaders and influencers in, the, in this field because I had access. So building those relationships is key. So that does link to mindset, but there's also tools you could use to find the next trends. I have a whole list of them. Anyone could message me, ask me for the tools to find trends, and we use them internally. I'm not affiliated to, with any of them or I don't have any affiliate code. So I'll just give you the tools. You could use them. I've given them to a lot of people. So with the right mindset and understanding what I just took a few minutes to explain, and with those tools, you have an edge in business. Yeah. Access, you know, it's the network, the power of the network, but there's one thing having a network and there's one thing having access. And to people that are really going to amplify what you do, that, that's very powerful. That's very powerful. I didn't appreciate how powerful it was, Andrew. In the early days, mm. I, you know, two years ago, I didn't even have an Instagram or LinkedIn. I was extremely, extremely private. When I got scammed, that kind of turned things around. I got scammed because I was private. They took advantage of that, one of my managers. I just took a 180, 180 turn on my personal brand. But since then, since putting myself out there, jumping on podcasts like this and just giving value selflessly, it's opened up massive doors for me. And then being able to see those doors when they open up, again, it's just crazy, crazy the things yeah. you get access to. Yeah, amazing. Mario, I feel like if I just keep going, we, we'll just talk and talk and talk. But this, I want to keep it, I mean, you've given so much value with your time and I really appreciate that. Is there anything else you would like to share that you think, you know, you would walk away from this conversation. You know what? I should have at least shared that one thing. Is there anything we've missed? Well, I'll say three things very briefly because I already said them. And if you missed them, you have a problem. So number one was Bill Gross, Ted. So you know the importance of timing. Number two, if you're convinced that growth hacking could bring you value, especially if you're in B2B, just search growth hacking bootcamp. Or we have a free course as well. Just search we are growth hackers or screw me. And what I know, just Google growth hacking and learn it. So I don't get any value and you get value. And number three is I talked about being able to recognize when there's an opportunity. Okay. So I said to anyone that I'm giving value selflessly. I have no course. I have no info product. I have no funnel. That's pretty stupid of me. And I probably should. And I'll probably create one eventually. But I have none of that now. I literally run a whole bunch of groups. And all we do is help each other and connect each other. And there's others like me. And I'm sure Andrew does similar things and other people do similar things. If you're not either Googling my name, DMing me to get some value, squeeze more out of this lemon or searching growth hacking bootcamp or anything about growth hacking or understanding the power of timing, you just wasted 40 minutes of your time because you heard this entertaining chat, but you didn't take action. But if you do one of those three things, send me a thank you in a few weeks. Let's make sure we do that. Let's take some action on what Mario's saying. And if you're sitting there thinking, no, I... I that's for other people. You know, Mario's proved that it, this is not for other people. You can absolutely get involved with some of these things. And if you do take action, reach out to Mario and say thank you. Where's the best place for people to find you? Just Google my name, everyone. It's not many people with my name. Mario Norfal, N-A-W-F-A-L. And you can DM me on any platform. There's a team that checks all of them. Great. Mario, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. You've added so much value. There's some people commenting. Uh, on Facebook here, you know, great tools and hacks. Thanks, Mario. Amazing session and ton of value. Thank you, chaps. So uh, I really appreciate the time 
and I look forward to following your progress. And I better um, start investing in some Mario coins by the sounds of it. <laughs> I don't want to be shilling. No, don't invest in my coin. Just do the research on the platform and launch your own coin, everyone. That's a great idea. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Let's get some Andrew coins going. Thank you, Mario. Thank you. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, man. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com. Oh,